Welcome to Two Minds Today with your host, Charlene, authority in leadership development, and Hale, an expert community builder. The pod all about best practices to get you noticed and ahead in your professional life. Good evening, Hale. Good evening, Charlene. This is the first time we're doing it at night. Normally, we do our podcast in the morning. We do. I know. It's, uh, yeah, I know. It's nighttime. It's got a different vibe to this meeting. <laughs> but okay. I want to get out my glass of wine that I never drink. I have tea, full disclosure, in front of me um, for those on the listening at home side. But we're excited. So, Helen and I were thinking, and last week we started to talk about pronouncing your name, how people say your name, and what connotations and everything that comes with. And then, Helen, you mentioned title and how you present your name. So, yeah, kick us off a little with that. Yeah. So, you know, we all like work hard in the beginnings of our career to get that degree and move up the ladder and get those masters or PhDs or certifications of yep. different, depending on what profession you're in. The question is, do you use them once you have them? And uh, I'm curious to know what you th- what you think about so, that. Um, yeah, it's such a, tr- it's, I will be honest, it's like a triggering topic for me because I, Um, I took a break and then I went back and got my master's and I, and my master's is in leadership development. Organizational management is exactly what I love, what I do. And for a while, I, I, for, for a long time, I had it on my email signature, like my name, comma, M-A. And I'm like, is that pretentious? Probably. Did I work really hard for it? And does it, is it like everything I love to do? Yes. And it's always this balance of, of what to do. Like, do you use something you worked hard for or do people are like, oh, why is she using that? It's interesting. I think that sometimes it depends where the situation is and in what crowds you're in. So I'll tell you something interesting. I have a law degree, right? Now, the official yep. title for a lawyer is Esquire, the ESQ. Yes. And um, I'll tell you something interesting within the legal world. Nobody has ESQ after their name. But I, but I know, and I have noticed that in when I'm volunteering or in a board positions, and when I'm really not really in my official legal capacity, those organizations like to use my Esquire after my name. So I think it sometimes it depends on the the setting whether or not you need to let it be known what you have. Well, and I, and I'll bring up like the elephant in the room of the controversy of the PhD. Were you following that in the news where, um, basically PhD is not called doctor in, would you know what it's called? Like official newspaper code language, journalism code. And so, yeah, so there's a gender equality thing there because a lot of women have PhDs and so they're not called doctor. And when you would think typically that is your doctorate. So, I don't understand. What are they called then? Like if you have a doctorate. Just their name. Physics. You don't say Charlene Dr. Green. Uh, in, an, in a newspaper or like PhD. Oh, oh, that's so interesting. They say comma PhD. They won't actually say doctor so-and-so because right. of the confusion it might cause with, as a medical doctor. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't mind the reasoning. I, my guess is it's like, okay, I'm just saying my opinion is it's probably fairly antiquated that ruling 
or whichever it is, because I know it's definitely led to a lot of conversations around around gender and why is this person and not that person. But but I don't know. I do not have I, I do not have a PhD or a medical degree, so uh, I'm not one to comment on it. But what do you think? So you mentioned when you're on boards, right? People are like, okay, you're you know, comma ESQ. What do you think that the story like? What story are they trying to tell? Well, I think the board is trying to say, look at the diversity of the people and the professionals that we have engaged. And I think it gives some status to it, right? So your degree in that scenario gives status and recognition as to the types of people that are there. So for the very reason that you might not want to use it in certain settings, because maybe you want to be humble or it's not appropriate, in other settings, it's it's necessary so that you show that you belong within that circle and crowd. Well, to that point, do you think that it's an outdated model adding it? Like, because are we moving away as a society from elevating, saying I'm better than you, whatever it is, right? I do think we're moving away from all that kind of formalities, et cetera. I don't know whether we'll fully and completely break away from it. Um just because the people, like you said, you worked so hard to get your master's, right? And you're like, gosh, darn it, people, check it out. I did this. I know something. And I just think that people who actually work that hard, there's a point at which they're going to push back and say, hey, I know something. So I hear you. I do think we live in a moment in time where we're trying to get away from certifications and official formal, especially after COVID, right? Like, why do I need to go to a traditional university to get my certification degree, et cetera? I can go online, get something. I know what I know. Why do I even need that? Look Look at the product of what I've done. And I think certainly maybe we'll give the benefit of the doubt to those people, but I'm not sure the others who have acquire the traditional formalities are going to be so quick to say, ah, who cares? Whatever. Don't call me doctor, even though (laughs) I just spent the past eight years of my life doing nothing else but working on this, you know? I know. I, I, yes, I, I would like to one day go back my doctorate, but uh, anyone who has gotten it has told me not to. They're like, don't do that. Because I, you know, I, I think at one point it's interesting that, what's your goals with it, right? And and I, I would like to be doctor one day, so we'll see you next life. But we were talking a little bit about today, what are we signaling? Are we virtuous, virtue signaling by like putting different things and titles and, and stuff in our, in our names and our Zoom boxes? Or is it genuine communication? And, and that's probably what it comes down to, right? If you're genuine about why you're using your title, um, then maybe it comes off as, as appropriate. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, uh, I, I think it's a really good point and something to keep in mind, right? Like the, the importance of humility and genuineness truly comes across to people. Um, and if you're just putting it out there to show off, it kind of rubs, rubs people the wrong way. Um, but I, I don't know, so much depends on who your audience is always. Like, I, I, I feel like I always go back to that because in certain crowds, if you don't say it, if you're in a room full of other doctors or other, you know, whatever CPAs, and you don't put it out there that you've got X, Y, and Z credential, 
you're not going to belong, right? You're going to, it's kind of like your past to get in the door. So I think it just, again, it just depends on what that environment is. I do think though, that if you have a certificate credential or a title, you, you need to use it as part of the package of who you are. You just have to think about where it's appropriate. Yeah. I, I think you're right where it's part of your, I guess it depends if it's part of your identity and what your identity is in that moment. I um, have been doing a lot of research into the Gen Z demographic and um, there's this sort of idea that they, that Gen Z curates content based on what they want at the moment. So there was a while where people were like, oh, that's fake. It's not real. You know, it's your fake Instagram, your Finster, whatever. But that's not actually the case. It's like, there is a part of me that loves house design, whatever, right? And so then you have an account and a persona totally related to house design. There's another part of you that loves, I don't care what, right? Food. And so it's like a totally different channel of who we are and what we're presenting to the world. And it's really gotten segmented. And I think that's probably because of a lot of algorithms only give you what you look for, right? So then you need to like really be all of these social algorithms, like you stop on a food blog for like four or two seconds, and then you have 75 things about how to make a cake. But um, so it's really about like curating who you are at that moment and how that translates. And then, and I think that's what the title is about too. And exactly what you said, what are you trying to curate? And what are you putting out there? And, and and also, we we did work. You worked hard for your degree. How you want to show it and show that part of your personality. Maybe we'll talk about this another time, but I think it's fascinating to think about how we can actually curate so specifically today in the age of, of the internet. Because once upon a time, you had your one identity, you were a package whole, and you couldn't bifurcate yourself to this extent and show yourself in so many different forms in so many different ways. So I I think that is like, you know, that's an interesting food for thought that maybe we're thinking so much about these titles and these divisions because we have the opportunity and the ability to present ourselves in so many different ways. I don't know, though, that Um, We're in a time where people are shying away from credentials because what I see is a lot of people adding descriptions to who they are. So you're a podcaster, author, consultant, speechwriter galore. I'm an entrepreneur, doctor, mom of, you know, like people add several positions and and those are titles, you know, if they're not, they, they are, they're still titles of what you do. And I think that's kind of in vogue. You're not one thing and you're right. several different. I'm a teacher, educator, you know. Uh, I, when I was looking at LinkedIn, they pushed back and like, you need to write more. And I'm like, there, how much more do you want here? <laughs> like, like it needed at least three, you know, I'm an innovator and right. Exactly. Like you said, it's like the pushing for, for tell me more about you. Um, all right. Let's do a quick as we end rapid fire. Um, your education titles in your email signature, yes or no? I'm going for yes. I'm going for yes, maybe. I had it in my old job. I've not put it in my new job and I don't know why. Um, Okay, two, um, any titles in like a Zoom box? If you're a presenter, let's go with not your regular Zoom. If you're a presenter on a Zoom box. I think if you're a presenter, you do put your title, but, but along with your, maybe like I, I wear a couple of different hats. So when I speak 
and I'm not speaking on anything legal, I don't put my legal title behind me. I don't put Esquire. I I might not even mention that I'm an attorney if I'm speaking on child education. Well, okay. So Zoombox, my go-to would be not education title, but the title that brought you to be a speaker in the Zoom. If you are the director of planning for X nonprofit, that's what you put in your Zoombox. Okay. One more. And how do you describe your education in a bio? I think, Helen, you go to our website. Please please go to our Two Minds Today website and you will see how both Helen and I did it. But how do you put it in? Um, how do you put it in yours? I think bios need to be comprehensive. And I think we shy away from doing that at times. Um, you, you have to be comprehensive and angle it all and frame it to match that particular uh the particular topic for which you're putting that bio fourth one, but I do think you need to put everything in your bio. Yeah, I'm a hard yes on the bio. Yeah. Um, All right. Thanks for joining. Thanks for hanging today. Thanks, everyone. Keep on learning. Bye. See you next time on Two Minds Today. Like and subscribe.